Hello again, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Help on the Way podcast. I am your co-host, The Game, here with my fellow co-hosts, Knob and Fig. Go ahead and say, good fall evening, boys. Good fall evening, boys. I'm just going to woo. Just gonna I hope woo. you're okay with that. Just wooing. I'm in a wooing mood. Wooing is appropriate for the... Uh, is today the first day of fall? Is that what today is? It is. It is. It's um, the equinox. Yeah. Because it definitely uh, feels like fall uh, outside. <laughs> it's yeah. like, uh, yeah, it's like summer really did leave today here in central Pennsylvania. Yeah, those storms came through and left us with fall. Um, anyway, once again, I'm your co-host of the game here with Knob and Fig. And today's main event of a show, or I guess it's the main event, but I don't know. Maybe it's more like an appetizer. It is yeah, like January. A little, a little snack. Uh, with two C's, no K. Uh, it is January 24th, 1970, in the Honolulu Civic Auditorium in Honolulu, Hawaii. Um, but before we dive into our thoughts of this snack of a show, uh, we are going to dive into our Channel 6 news segment. And frankly, um, it's How kind of going been- on. Uh, it's kind of been a big week in the world of Grateful Dead and Grateful Dead music news. Uh, if you ever listened to that guy on YouTube, you'll understand where I, that voice came from. Uh, we have There's two huge um, things um, on the docket this week. First off, we are almost at 1,000 downloads. We, uh, we are... Uh, which episode is this? Are we number 35 this week? I think this is 35. I think this week's 35, yeah. Yes. Um... So 35 weeks in, we are almost have eclipsed uh, 1,000 total downloads and for not doing any advertisement uh, besides the subreddit and some posts on Discord, I would say that's pretty good. Um, so thank you to everybody who has um, gave us a listen. Um, yeah, we greatly, 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 greatly appreciate um, you find folks listening to us blab on about the Grateful Dead. Yeah, and I'll say that I'm only responsible for download, downloading maybe 500 of our shows through various platforms, but that's not what matters. You know, it's just the numbers that matter to me. So 998 yeah. is a huge milestone, and maybe by the end of the podcast, we'll get to 1,000. Can't we just say it's 1,000? Why did we have to give them the very specific number? Because we're hoping at the end of the show that we'll have two more downloads and we'll have 1,000. We are the first two downloads of any any podcast. So by the time we're done, if I edit this tonight, we could still be at (laughs) 1,000. Huge. What a way to to usher in the fall season. Um, And the second big thing um, on the Grateful Dead uh, music news of the week is, obviously, I'm back from uh, Vitilago. Um, we, uh, my wife and I had a bout of hand, foot, and mouth disease. And, I thought it was uh, restless leg syndrome. It is, you know what? And that too. Restless leg syndrome, vitiligo, and a hand, foot, and mouth disease. Oh. Uh, we had a little bout of that. My wife, a little bit more than I had. Uh, actually, a substantial bit more than I had. Uh, thankfully, Mrs. Game is very much on the mend. And obviously, I'm here talking shit and back to normal. So, um, you know yeah, what this that... is game? What I think would love right now is What's just that? for you to blast the Grateful Dead. Oh no, like, she wouldn't. Throughout the whole house. that, she yeah, definitely, definitely oh, not okay. enjoy that at all. <laughs> 
Hopefully, though, I'm hoping for Just a Grateful Dead. I'm, I'm hoping for a Grateful Dead in Law and Order tonight. Maybe they'll make an appearance in the three-hour uh, <laughs> extravaganza <laughs> that is Law and Order. Um, anyway, thank you for the well wishes. And, thank you. Um, yeah, that shit still is very, very, very real. And I was very much in the, like, that's done. Uh, no, it still very much exists. So, mm. yeah, glad that that uh, portion of our, hopefully, rest of the year is over. Uh, but now... Let's focus on why we are all gathered here on this beautiful first day of fall. We are here to discuss this little snack of a show, which is like a little snack wrap of a show. It is January 24th, 1970, um, and this was in Honolulu Civic Auditorium. In Honolulu, Hawaii, um, and truthfully, whenever I think of um, music specials that happen in Hawaii, I always think of the Elvis special from Hawaii. Oh. So um, in my mind, uh, Jerry was wearing an all-black jumpsuit during the show and really just giving it hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was a this was a one-set show, and I believe how many. Um, how many nights were they here? Because I know three. they were here the night before, but they were here three nights. Yeah, this is the last of three. So this is the last of three nights. And um, this was a very short show. As we said, this was a snack of a show. Um, only one set um, and only 56 minutes long. Um, now, I will say it? that I think some of it's incomplete. I mean, this is what's been passed down you know, to uh, posterity. Um, but a good 56 minutes, uh, yeah. which actually kind of surprised me. So um, I'm just going to go ahead and get into reading the set and then dive into our thoughts on this little snack of a show. Uh, once again, this is January 24th, 1970. Um, this was Honolulu Civic Auditorium in Honolulu, Hawaii. Um, the show opened up with a, a Cumberland Blues into a cold rain and snow, into a me and my uncle, into I'm a king bee. Then we got Mason's children, Black Peter, Good Lovin', and Dancing in the Street. Uh, Nob, what was your thoughts on uh, the only set, set number one? Sure. I definitely, I mean, set one was definitely my favorite of the sets we listened to this <laughs> evening. Um, I did that one because I feel like if I didn't, game would or fig would have. Uh, I, I was not going to go there. I mean, man. I'm a dad, but I don't have to do dad jokes, you know. Um, the Cumberland is still in its infancy. Uh, the song's only about two months old, and it's they haven't even recorded Working Man's Dead yet. Right. Uh, it's fine. The harmonies are a little spotty to my ear. Jerry's solo is really hot, and that makes it worth listening to. Um, it's a fine cold rain and snow. It feels oddly transitional between that, like, garage rock vibe that the dead gave the 60s cold rain and snow. Um, and it's starting to slow down and become the, the 70s hard rocker cold rain and snow. Um, me and my uncle is fun. Um, but to me, the really strong run of the night is I'm a King B, Mason's Children, Black Peter. I have no qualms with any of those songs. Uh, King B 
Pigpen just sounds great. It's nice to hear his harmonica. His vocal sounds really nice. Um, I like Phil's walk-in bass line that also has that like slide thing to it. It was a really nice slinky King B. Um, I'm going to push back uh, because I, I heard oh. that I, you know, I would call that a zoom, right? Like if you're a, yeah. a zoom on the bass. And I tried to locate who was doing the zoom. And I think, I'm not sure, but I think it's Bobby. Interesting. Yeah, because huh. Phil is doing, you know, his own thing. Like there's there's definite bass going on in the background. But I, I listened to it like intently for I don't know, thirty seconds to try to figure out who was doing that zoom. And I hmm. think it was actually Bobby, which is really okay. freaking cool. Yeah. Go ahead. Interesting. Um I really like the Mason's children. It's kind of the the uh, forgotten stepchild of the working man's dead songs. It, you know, it came out a little too late with a few too many, like, through-composed parts, a la the Oxamoxa songs. Um, and those songs all get dumped around this time, so I get why Mason's Children didn't stick around very long. But this is a really good version. Uh, it feels like If Till the Morning Comes was written in the mid-60s. Um... The, the hits are really clean. Jerry has some really nice guitar in it. There's a really good drive. Uh, I've heard the song before, and I'd never felt strongly about it, but this version of Mason's Children has won me over. Um, and then Black Peter is beautiful. It is a, uh, it's a softer Black Peter than last week, um, especially the drummers in 78, last week's show, uh, they're giving us more of a groove, more of these triplet feel behind the whole song, which gives it this very constant forward pulse. It never feels like it's lagging. Here, the drummers very purposefully give us a sparser arrangement. They're mostly hitting the beats, maybe the slight swing beat, but not too often. Um, which just gives the song a little bit more dynamic range. They have a, a lower floor for quiet, um, which is really nice, which then when they build too loud, is really exciting, and then when they go back to quiet, it's just lovely. There's great Jerry vocals, great solos. It's a good Black Peter. Um, my only qualm with Good Lovin' is that it wasn't 20 minutes. Um, I think we were <laughs> robbed of Pigpen telling you to tap the lady on your shoulder or whatever. Um, I do. I, I wish... That's kind of my one qualm with this show, is I do wish we got a couple more Pigpen tunes, but... Hypothetically, we may have, because who knows if tunes are missing fr uh, after that good lovin'. Um, it cuts off, but it's a good run. And then it's a really high-energy dancing in the street, which I appreciate. They have that early, the 60s poppier arrangement. And then there was something Bobby said that I found really interesting. He was like, everybody form a big line and dance around. <laughs> and that, that's the thing at the end of the day. As much as we can nitpick the jams and how Jerry's guitar is playing and how the harmonies sound and all that stuff, at the end of the day, this music's about dancing. And uh, I thought it was just really important that they closed with that as a, a kind of cool reminder just about what this music is. Um, and normally the Primal Dead harmonies sound rough to my ear and the early songs in this show are no exception, but I thought the three-part harmony on Dancing in the Street sounded really nice. Um, yeah, overall, I really dug it. Opening's a little sloppy, but King B through, honestly, the end of the show really can't be beat. What did you think, Fig? 
Yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> you, um, you, you hit on a lot of the points I wanted to hit on, um, but I'll try to do my best. Uh, so the first probably the first time that I listened to this, I thought that Cold Rain and Snow should have been the opener rather than Cumberland Blues because Cumberland Blues, yeah, like, like you said, it's, it's kind of a, a baby take of Cumberland Blues. Um, and then the second and third time I listened to this, I was like, no, this is exactly what you want. Uh, it was well played. It was it was fun to hear them um, play Cumberland Blues to start things out. Because um, Cold Rain and Snow, it's not like they were really jamming that much on it. You know, it's not like no. how you felt about traditionally about Cold Rain and Snow, where it's like, you know, an opening jam kind of um, song. The, the the one thing about the the recording that was funny is that I don't know who said it, but you can get a sense of one of the members, well, maybe we'll say Jerry, uh, his impression of a British accent, because they're trying to <laughs> test out the mics. They go, hello, what's this? <laughs> like, sounds like Austin Powers or something. Um, oh, but... I wish, I just, sorry, not to interrupt you, but I only wish that Jerry lived long enough that he could have seen Austin Powers. He would have loved it. He'd have loved it. He'd have loved it. Sorry. Keep yeah. going. Um, and I loved it too. I mean, that course, that movie came out at such a formative period in my life, like that one, and then the second one. That ah mm-hmm. oh, man. Anyway, it um, came out a formative time for me because it was the year I was born. <laughs> Literally, you were forming. Yeah. Oh man, now I feel old. Um, generally, you know, going back a step, I will say that this was a great Phil show. Uh, Phil yes. was prominent throughout in the mix, and he was just doing awesome stuff. Um, everywhere in every song just really making his uh presence known so we go into uncle and i I don't usually really ever have anything to say about me my uncle this was fine bobby broke a string you know let's move on um king b um some really good uh harmonica solos there and Mm -hmm. yeah i figured out that it was bobby zooming around on probably it's gotta be the low e string because it was very low i mean unless there was a second bassist i don't know who else it could be um, because Jerry was noodling around too. So, um, that's kind of fun. And, you know, I'm a King B is just known for it's, you know, vaguely, you know, it's, it's vaguely veiled sexual innuendos throughout the entire yeah. song. And it is what it is. Uh, Mason's children. So this was another one that, you know, I've kind of made this comment before on the podcast where it's like, if this song were what the Grateful Dead was about, we wouldn't be talking about the Grateful Dead in 2022. And I feel like Mason's Children is is that kind of idea. It's like, you know, garage band, 1960s San Francisco sound. Yeah. Um, like you said, composed, sure. Um, but once you get into the jam, it really comes alive. And you get a sense of exactly why we're still talking about the dead. Because they get into this really driving jam. It was really yeah. fun to hear them. Uh, the interplay between Phil and Jerry was just like so cool to see. And... Um, one interesting thing about this show is that it was actually Tom Costanson's last show. So uh, Tom Costanson, it was one of, well, I guess he was the second keyboardist for, for the band. Yeah. And he played with them for a very long time and, and was very influential and you know made, made his mark on many a dark star. Um, yeah. And his time with the band ended uh, with this show. However, I did find on the, uh, what's it called? The, uh, Dead Bass that he actually played with them on a couple days later on January 30th. And then I will also say that on January 31st, the dead got busted in New Orleans. And where was yes. Tom Costanton? Well, uh, <laughs> right. well, that is, 
Not to not to kill your conspiracy, but he was still with them, and that was a big part of the reason that he had left. Oh, okay, so he just didn't like the whole scene yeah, at that well, point. Because Tom Constantin, him and Pigpen bonded early on, because neither of them really liked psychedelics or pot. The two of them just liked drinking whiskey. Um, and so every time the dead would get busted for drugs, Tom Constantin would get busted right along with them, even though he never touched those drugs, he would just drink his whiskey. And he got tired of that. That's very interesting. So the the New Orleans, but I mean, you know, I'm sure there were other reasons, but the New Orleans bust was kind of the uh, straw that broke the camel's back there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the Grateful Dead wave goodbye to uh, Tom Constantin, and then um, you know they have multiple, multiple keyboards after him. Um, so getting into the next part uh, was Black Peter. And another Phil Lesh showcase, in my opinion, uh, another showcase of Jerry's golden voice. I kind of want to talk about because, you know, listeners will recall that last week's show featured a Black Peter from 1978. We get a mm-hmm. Black Peter here from 1970. Um, actually, I, I looked um, at one of the resources I have and Black Peter was written, I think, in December of 69. So this is a very, very new Black Peter. Um, so it was very interesting to hear, and I'd like to just get everybody's thoughts about it um, once I finish up and once uh, Game has his uh, chance to talk about the show. Because Black Peter has kind of been featured lately, and it's and it's a show, it's a song that it, it's great. It's a huge part of the repertoire, but doesn't really get talked about so much. Probably because it's sad. Yeah. People don't like to be sad. No. Um, so the Grateful Dead, y- y- it's the yin and the yang. You get the sad, you get the happy, and they go into Good Lovin', which is probably the happiest song you could probably imagine, unless it's 25 minutes long. Um, and this good loving was was no extension exception. However, it was cut short uh, because of the tape. But it was twenty five minutes long. Yeah, yeah, maybe it was. Wow, well, what could have been? Uh, and we then we get dancing in the streets. Uh, Martha and the Vandellas classic. Uh, it, what Bobby says is, "Come on, everybody, form a big long line." And I can only imagine a big conga line happening in Honolulu, busting out into the Honolulu. Uh, Late evening, which was probably glorious, and I, I, I would have loved to be a part of that scene. But um, I think it's much greater anyway. than when he called for slam dancing. Yeah, everybody slam dance. Uh, okay, so that's my take on the show, and then um, game. What were your thoughts, buddy? Welcome back. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I am normally not the biggest Primal Dead fan in the world. Uh, however. Uh, I enjoyed this show quite a lot. Um, Cumberland Blues, I thought was good. Uh, Cold Rain and Snow, I enjoyed. Uh, me and my uncle was just kind of there for me. Uh, but I will agree with Nob that I did think this show really picked up with I'm a King Bee. Um, which is weird for me to say that the show picked up with I'm a King Bee, but it really, it really did. Um, I'm a King Bee, I thought was really good. Um, I enjoyed Mason's Children. Um, Black Peter, I thought, was just beautiful. Um, really enjoyed Black Peter. Um, good Lovin' was good, and uh, Dancing in the Street was okay. Um, I don't know. That's not my favorite. Um, I thought you liked show. Motown. I do. Uh, I do. If they did The Temptations, I would be all about it. Um, you could I don't pick know. a Temptations song for them to do. What would it be? Uh, Papa was a Rolling Stone. <laughs> mm, nice. um yeah i would think that'd be great <laughs> let's do that um yeah but no all in all um 
I listened to this show during an hour of my work very early this morning, and it went great with a cup of coffee. Um, a really fun. It's a good um, coffee break show. Yeah, a very fun 56 minutes. Yeah. So I, I want to talk about Black Peter. Game, do you want to just keep, since you're on the mic, like what are your thoughts about Black Peter generally? I, you know, you don't have um, to have mega thoughts about it. It's just kind of an interesting song. Yeah, it's... um. I seem to enjoy it more than I don't. Um, it's not ever a song if I'm discussing the Grateful Dead like outside of this podcast or right. if I'm singing Grateful Dead around the house. Right, a karaoke. Or, right, anything <laughs> like that. I'm not like in the car like find the my favorite black peter right um i'm gonna ask for a grateful dead wedding song it's not gonna be black peter no <laughs> but um i would say that it's probably the song that jerry sings the most mm -hmm. um yeah there's a lot of lyrics yeah and it's jerry just like it's jerry in the mic you know, yeah, it's as yeah. close as Jerry speaking to you as you can really get. Yeah. Um, and for that in and of itself, it's it's a powerful song. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to pass it over to Nob, who could probably articulate that a lot better than I can. Um, I thought you had some good thoughts, game. <laughs> um, I really like Black Peter. Uh, similarly, I, just because it is so sad, it's not one I regularly go to. It's it's not one I'm going to willingly put on because I don't want to inflict that <laughs> having that existential yeah, crisis on mixed to myself. CDs yeah, 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 yeah. In the same way that, you know, I'm if BoJack Horseman was suddenly on Comedy Central, I'm not just going to sit down and watch it, you know. Yeah, um, that's heavy. But once in a while there's a there are lyrics that just blow me away in their ability to convey such a heavy thought in such a simple way. And the bridge to Black Peter, specifically see here how everything leads up to this day, and it's yeah. just like any other day that's ever been. Oh, what yeah. a good line. <laughs> that one, that Robert lyric Hunter, blows man. me away every time. I know, and like, you know, there are other great lines even in that song, but every time I hear, see here how everything leads up to this day, and it's just like any other day that's ever been, it's like, yeah, of course, but I've never thought of it like that until I heard him say it, so... It's like yeah. the most mundane thing can be the most profound at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's cool. the whole thing with this song is it's not right. about these big revelations. It's these really plain revelations at this very pivotal moment. Right. Because the guy's dying, right? Yeah. Yeah. So let's be clear about the subject yeah. matter. It's about a guy who's dying. Um, yeah. It's an interesting song. If you don't mind me taking over. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's a it's a sad song it's a significant song it's it's a heavy song um you know it it gets it it's it's always played at a point in the set that where you might hear warfret mm -hmm. right or like maybe later um oh, i'm trying to think um yeah, like, like standing on the moon standing on the moon stella. thank you yeah. yeah yeah or stella yeah exactly so like you know, compared to, I guess it's cohort, like of, of where it's played in the song, like it's not probably the most accessible, um, probably not my favorite, but I love that they expose us to it because it's like I said earlier in the podcast, 
the Grateful Dead are, are about the whole experience. It's it's about yeah. the yin and the yang. It's about the good and the bad. Um, and 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 Black Peter is is that. It's 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 sad. Um, you know, I thought it was about like some like some religious connotations to it. And I think you can kind of think that maybe it's about someone going to meet his maker, but probably goes to hell. Um, and it's definitely about someone dying. And one of the factoids that I found when researching the song, I didn't realize this was that when, uh, Patty Smith, um, learned that Jerry had died, um, that was mm. one of the songs that she performed. And, and it's just so apt because, oh. yeah, because I mean, you know, Jerry liked sad songs. You know, yeah. if you, if you, if you ever read about the guy, like, yeah, he's, he's not quite Captain Trips, you know, like that was a part of his personality, but there was a big part of his personality that he loves sad songs. And this was a, this is a sad song. And so if you ever want to hear Jerry at his core, uh, you listen to black Peter and you know, the, the, we, we featured it this week. We featured it last week. I don't really have too much of a comparison, um, in my, in my head, but because they were both really good, um, both really dynamic. Um, but it was just, it's just great to hear just, jerry on a mic because his voice is is so damn good and and so emotive and it can take you places you know let alone his his solos throughout um but it's just such a vehicle for his uh genius so that's my black peter take yeah this one was a good black peter for jerry and the mic because they did play a little bit spacier of an arrangement in the band which uh really gave jerry's voice some room to shine here yeah absolutely all right, so I'm going to bring things back up a little bit. Okay, okay. so um, and game, uh, forgive me, I'm just going to take over producer role for a second. Take it over. All right, so th- this is a snack of a show. It's a coffee break show of a show. So we don't, we only have one set, and because there's no set, we can't do our uh, weekly, you know, uh, vote about which set we prefer. So because there's no set, I'm just going to throw out a question, and if you guys can scroll down to the second page of the uh, yes. Google Doc, everybody ready? I'm I'm going to reveal the question, okay? Okay. So I just revealed the question. It is Led Zeppelin or The Who? And you have to answer, and you can't can't prevaricate. That's actually incredibly easy for me. Okay. I know my answer. Wow. Okay. Game? Uh, I'm Led Zeppelin. Wow. Okay. I'm. I. I don't care for the who all that much. <laughs> See, okay. Very much. I, I asked you not to, not to. Okay. Go ahead, Nob. See, that's. I'm very much the opposite. I'm really not a Zeppelin person outside of a handful of tunes, but I love the Who. All right. Cool. I was just seeing if Nob liked the Who. That was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw them do their Quadrophenia tour in like 2012. Uh, I did too. I, I saw them on a good night. I saw them in Atlantic City. Were you there? Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> it, was probably, it was probably the same show. Rad, yeah. I yeah. met Simon Townsend while he was just wandering around outside, and I asked him to sign my ticket, and he went, I'm not allowed to sign tickets. And I was like, he probably didn't sound like that. But I was like, so I like was scrambling to find something, and I grabbed like a napkin or something, and he signed that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Wow. So, Great story. Thanks. Awesome. Yeah, I, I went with a uh, longtime listener, a uh, buddy of mine named Dan from uh, from high school. Good. I went yeah. with my dad. Well, there you go. Happy birthday, dad. Happy birthday, dad. <laughs> All right, let's get to the book of the dead. Go ahead, game. Um. Uh, but, uh, for for the record, for posterity, uh, the game was outvoted. 
the who yes, wins. The who. <laughs> um, Book of the Dead. I'm gonna say no, but that's a that's a hard thought. No, um, it's a good 56 minutes. Um, I just feel like by the end of the year, I'll probably like more than I like this, so it's a no for me. But it's still good. Yeah, I'm in a similar place. I, I'm going with no, but if, if I could put individual songs in my Book of the Dead, the run of King B through Black Peter, all three of those would absolutely be in my Book of the Dead. Yeah, um, it's going to be a no for me. Um, yeah. You know, this was fun. Like, I'm glad that we get uh, shows like this that we wouldn't normally uh, listen to or wouldn't normally feature. Um, but that's the glory of the uh, the project that we're doing here. So it's a no, but you know, I'm I'm happy to have the experience. All right, we had zero Reddit comments this week, so apparently January twenty fourth, nineteen seventy, is not too popular of a listen for the folks on Reddit. Uh, but that is why we do this podcast to introduce those lesser known shows um to the public um and speaking of lesser known shows unless i'm mistaken it sort of appears that next week's show will probably fit in that category uh next week's show we are featuring a full show unlike this little snack of a show uh we are featuring (laughs) july 14th 1976 from San Francisco's Orpheum Theater. Um, and a quick look through the set list. Um, I see Samson and Delilah, so I'm going to assume this is a Sunday show. It's actually uh, a Wednesday show. It's uh, 76. Yeah. They were doing Samson all the time. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, but who goes to shows on a Wednesday? Anyway. Not uh, me. I'm too not old me. for that. I'm, I'm too old for that, that anymore. <laughs> Um, I bet you those young kids had a fun time on this Wednesday night. night Whippersnappers. Um, but no, taking a quick look, um, songs that jump out to me. Um, uh, we have a 10 minute sugary in set one. Um, standalone. The 76 sugaries are nice. Um, standalone. Wait, no, yeah. Standalone yeah. Scarlet. Um, set Slaughter one. Scarlet too. Yeah. Um, Ship of Fools playing in the band, The Wheel. I got the Space Jam after wheel. Yeah, that playing in the band sandwich looks real cool. I'm uh, I'm getting hungry, guys. In um, Dan Dan Aykroyd, not Dan Aykroyd. What's his name? Space Jam. Um, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. And, and who else? Dan Aykroyd. No, who's who's Bugs the other Money? guy? Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah, <laughs> Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the wrong Ghostbuster, buddy. <laughs> I'm look. I'm looking forward to Bill Murray and Michael Jordan in the uh, Space Jam set one. <laughs> in July 14th, 1976. Um, we have two Space Jams. We got a Space Jam set one and a Space Jam set two. I mean, it's just, it's just someone writing Space Jam. Hey, I accept it. This is, this is the Bible <laughs> to me. So whoever wrote this originally, they just, you know, it's like the Torah. So, um, yeah, next week, July 14th, 1976. Um Looks like it's a heater. I'm hoping. I'm That's hoping cool. for um for good things for this yeah. show for next week. We, we get and and you know uh, what, what did John say? He said that yeah, with the with the Grateful Dead, the first set is like uh, putting on your work boots, and the second set is like 
going crazy. I forget exactly you're what he said. What is it? Uh, set one, you're in your work clothes, and set two, you've put on the assless chaps. <laughs> Thank you. You don't even want to know what I, you have on for the encore. I, I would have ruined the um, the joke completely. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but in this set, you get a playing in the band. You know, you get like 20 minutes of Space Jam and playing in the band. And then you get uh, eyes into Warfred and to other one, like for set two. So you get assless chaps all over the place. Jerry's assless chaps all over this show. And <laughs> it's not often we already come up with the episode title for next week. Uh, <laughs> what was it? Jerry's assless chaps. Jerry's assless chaps. <laughs> But while we have that sorted, let's go ahead and get our uh, bookkeeping done for the evening. As always, please smash that subscribe button if you haven't already. And like and share this podcast with any and all of your Grateful Dead and music-loving friends and family. We would greatly appreciate that. Uh, you may find us at wherever podcasts are downloaded. Except for ones that rhyme with Blobify. So, if you happen to use a service that rhymes with Blobify, and the app icon is green circles with black lines through it, uh, you won't find us on there. You will find us literally on every other podcast app, though, however. Uh, you may also find us directly on the web at helponthewaypod.podbean.com. If you would like to communicate with us via email, you may absolutely email us at helponthewaypod at gmail.com. You may always communicate with us on Reddit as well. Um, Reddit.com slash r slash Grateful Dead. Uh, normally, we are communicating in one of the top sticky threads labeled the Help on the Way weekly thread. Um, and of course, uh, last but very much not least, a quick shout out to my currently retired but soon to be coming back Twitch channel. That's twitch.tv slash the GD channel. Um, that is it for me for the evening. Um, do you boys have anything else for our friends and fans? We are currently sitting at 999 all time downloads. Wow. Who's going to be number wow. 1000? Who's it going to be? Could it be you, dear listener? Who probably knows? Probably happened. happened by now. Who knows if you click that download button and you are number one thousand, you just might get a prize. You will never know. It'll be unless karma. unless you download the podcast. So please <laughs> download your podcast for a chance to win a prize. The, the cosmos will reward you. We are sure of that. All right. So once again, that is it for me for the evening. Um, anything else for you, fine folks? Nob? Um, whatever that thing Bob said about getting in a line and dancing. There you go. Uh, we will uh, be sending you off to now the entire show of January 24th, 1970, and we will see you next week on the Help on the Way podcast. Hey, everyone. Game here. Uh, quick update, I did want to make notice that Dead & Company did announce their final tour after we recorded this week's episode. We will have our reactions and thoughts on Dead & Company's final tour of summer 2023 next week on the Help on the Way podcast. <laughs> Thank you.
string we're going to take a moment or two to repair Bobby's broken string Thank you. 
can be Some honey. 
Just in the wind came squalling through the door. But who cares the weather command? Just
Thank you. See you all later.